Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Finding affordable housing is always a challenge here, but the problem has become exponentially more difficult in the last couple of years as home prices have increased dramatically, rentals have doubled or tripled, property taxes have gone up along with the market value of homes, and anybody who owns a home knows just how next to impossible it is to find affordable homeowners insurance. So all this combined has not just prevented many people from becoming homeowners, it's forced others out of their homes, and a lot of people are dealing with living paycheck to paycheck for the first time in their life. Well, Homes, Inc. has solutions. That's housing opportunities, mortgage assistance, and effective neighborhood solutions. They are a Fort Lauderdale-based nonprofit now celebrating their 25th anniversary of helping people in our community to fix their homes, find affordable housing, and even help young people who are aging out of foster care to find housing. So we're going to delve deeper into the issue and the organization. I'm so happy to welcome the CEO of Homes, Inc., Linda Taylor. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Ellen. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. And I'm just so impressed with everything that Homes, Inc. has been doing. Congratulations on the 25th anniversary. That's a big mark to make, especially in the nonprofit world. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of how Homes, Inc. came to be and how you came to be CEO? Yes, absolutely. Catherine Barry is the founder of Homes, Inc. and still a great friend to our organization. She retired two years ago and she is an attorney. She's been working pro bono with Habitat and she had been working with low to moderate income families and helping them with their contracts and was disturbed by the fact that many of them didn't feel that they were a part of the community. Mm. It really created a void for her, and she wanted to make a difference there. That's how Homes, Inc. came to be. Inspired by working with people who need help. And, you know, not everybody takes that and runs with it, forms a nonprofit, and 25 years later can look at what they've accomplished and say, wow, I've made a difference. So kudos to her. What was the mission in forming Homes, Inc., in addition to helping the people she'd been working with? The mission was to assist low-income families in providing for themselves and their children. And how do you come into the picture with Homes, Inc.? Approximately 17 years ago, I started working with Catherine in the community. We were building houses by Broward County in the Washington Park area of Broward, which is the unincorporated community of Broward County. I was working with the Urban League of Broward County and we were collaborating on this project and we probably rehabbed about 40 homes in that Washington Park neighborhood. And it felt really great 
to help those families with new homes and those who have their houses rehab to gain that sense of pride that comes along with home ownership and the ability to maintain a home that you may have inherited or worked hard to obtain but couldn't afford to maintain it in the way that you wanted to. For example, we were able to come in and provide roofing, electrical, plumbing, major issues that create real catastrophes for low to moderate income families if they are able to take care of the problems. Okay, so these are people who are in a home, they own the home, they're paying for the home, but they're just not able to keep it up in the way it should be to keep its value and also to keep it safe. And yes, this was again 17, almost 20 years ago. Right. Um, And it was a problem. And that problem is even compounded today. Yeah, it's interesting because that was about the last bubble back in 2008 when all of the home prices went up and then crashed with the mortgage issues. And now we're in this incredible bubble right now. I know it can't last forever, but people are taking advantage of it in the moment to uh, make a fortune on their homes, which does not help people who want to live in a home and make an average salary. Unfortunately for low-income families, Ellen, and these are working families, these are teachers, nurses' aides, these are housekeepers, service workers here in Broward County. Real estate has become the new stock. Yeah. So investors have come into the market and Broward County has run out of land. So there isn't a surplus of land and those families who are seeking home ownership are really left out in the cold, many of them, because yeah. we're, we're working with families who are earning $50,000, $60,000 a year and they can't afford to buy a house in Broward County. Yeah, I, that used to be an average salary, a normal salary that was definitely qualify you for home ownership. And it wouldn't be too difficult to maintain a home with that kind of salary. Yes. Right. You know, the values are just so overvalued that that doesn't cut it anymore, unfortunately. And the population that I feel I have the most heart for now are seniors. Yes. Because they are on fixed incomes and we're running into situations with them where they can't afford the taxes. They can't afford the increasing costs of insurance. Mm -hmm. And many of them who own condos are being foreclosed on because they just can't keep up with these escalating costs. Right. And then where do they go? You know, these are people who've worked all their lives and socked their money away or paid into Social Security for 40, 50 years. And now it just doesn't quite cover the nut. So how do people find you or how do you find them when they need services? We're kind of still grassroots. We're funded by the city of Fort Lauderdale and also Broward County and now the city of Hollywood. We are managing tenant-based rental assistance programs, which means that we can assist families and working families in paying a portion of their rent. Okay. People are referred to us by the local municipalities that fund our work, the city of Fort Lauderdale, Broward County. We work with the Homeless Continuum of Care. We manage one of the rapid rehousing programs for Broward County, and we were recently funded by the city of Hollywood, and we obtained an $800,000 grant to manage their tenant-based rental assistance program. And what this means is that we can work with families who meet that criteria under the area median income. And these are mostly working families who earn anywhere from about 
$22,000 a year up to forty or 50000 but are still struggling to pay rent. We don't pay all of the rent for them. We pay a portion of the rent for up to 24 months while we try to assist them to identify ways for self-sufficiency. Right. Is it through trying to find a higher paying job, giving them educational assistance so they can improve their skills, uh, cutting expenses, eliminating debt? All of the above. Okay. Um, We also work with other nonprofit agencies and we provide financial literacy education. We work with the lending community who volunteer their staff to come out and do trainings, not only for low to moderate income families who are looking to rent or purchase a home, but also for the young people who live on our campus. We own a two acre site just about five, 10 minutes from downtown Fort Lauderdale. And on our campus, we have almost 30 young people who've aged out of foster and relative care. And some of them are also community kids. And when we say community kids, those are kids who for various reasons. Mm. Um, on our campus, we have housing for those youth who are at risk of being human trafficked and a program that we've labeled Pathways, which gives them a pathway to safe housing where they can establish themselves without fear of somebody being predatory toward them. And the other young people who aged out of foster relative care, they all have life coaches who work with them to help them find their way. And we start with helping them identify what missing documents they may have, like birth certificates or getting a Florida ID card. And then we're funded by foundations and the Children's Services Council of Broward to provide paid internships because many of these young people have never been employed before. Right. And they don't really have any skills. And so we partner with local businesses and we're always looking for businesses to partner with where the young person can work for up to 20 hours a week and we pay their salary $15 an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a win-win for us, for the young person and for that small business owner who will partner with us. We will assign an employment coach so that the employer has somebody to help guide them and answer their questions along the way. And then the young person has some support through the process as well. Our goal is that the employer will hire the young person But if they don't, that's okay too, because now the person has acquired some work experience that they can put on their resume and move to their next step. I have to first of all say, when you say you're funded by the Children's Services Council of Broward, that is all the vetting that anyone should need to know because they vet everyone that they support and they fund so many nonprofits, but they're very, very careful about who they're giving money to knowing that it has to be managed properly and responsibly. So congratulations on that. And yeah, what you're doing for these young people, the kinds of businesses that are working with you, are there specific areas that you look for? Or is it just anybody who has a business and is willing to take on a paid intern that you are paying for? We are looking for small to moderate-sized businesses, usually because there's less bureaucracy in terms of being able to get the young person on. We will pay for things like the background screening. We will also assist the young person in obtaining any kind of a uniform or work equipment that they might need for that assignment. 
Uh, we're looking for a partner who recognizes that they are coming to the table giving also. They are giving their time to train the person. And this way they are helping to contribute to a person's life. It's just critical to the success of these young people that we can't be the only person at the table or the only entity at the table making the difference. So these local business owners have worked with us for more than 15 years now. Mm. And we look at all kinds of businesses. I shy away from home run businesses sure. because I really want the young person to be in a business setting, to learn how to work with others and to acquire all the skills that are necessary to be successful in a workplace. If there is a business who hears this and says, yeah, you know, I think I could be of service. How do they contact you at Homes, Inc.? They can call us at 954-563-5454. That number again is 954-563-5454. Or they can go on our website and send us a message through the website. And that's homesfl.org. Okay. So what's the process you go through when you have a business that's looking for someone and you've got these 30 young people on campus to match them up where you think it will be a good relationship with the working person and the young person, the business owner and the young person? When the young person comes to live at Homes, Inc., and we don't only serve the young people who live at Homes, we serve the entire continuum of care for transitional independent living youth. So it can be a young person that is still in relative care or a young person that lives in another setting that we assist with job placement. We do an assessment of that young person to try to understand what their desires are, what their interests are, and if possible, we try to match them with whatever their interests are. So often we'll find that someone says they're interested in something and we expose them to that area and they find, you know, the more I know about this, the less I think I want to be involved in it. For example, <laughs> right. nursing. Uh, we've, we've had a young woman who has completed her CNA certification and we found placements for her in a nursing facility. And she said, you know, I think I need to go back to the drawing table. This isn't quite what I think I want to do. But that's good because they get the opportunity to be exposed to it. And too often, if you low income, you don't get those opportunities. Absolutely. To see and to be able to test the waters and determine if an area is something that you really are interested in. So we do an assessment of the young people and try to go with what their interests are. Where does education come into the picture as far as getting some basic skills to be able to even start? Yes. So every young person who lives at Homes, Inc., our program is not just a housing program. It's a self-sufficiency program. And so they must work on themselves. They can live with us from age 18 through 25. Wow. Okay. And during that time period, they have to work. They have to go to school. We don't care if they're working on their GED or high school or if they are in post-secondary. And many kids choose trade schools. Sure. That's fine. We just want you to be improving yourself so that by the time you leave us, you can operate in this society in a way 
where you can provide for yourself and you leave better than you came. Oh, this is an incredible, incredible system that you have that really everybody could use something like this, whether they come from a low income home or not. Uh, Young people can always use support with education, with learning the skills that you're teaching them about how to get along in life. You know, people joke about adulting 101, but really those are skills that young people need to learn. So you're filling a gap for them and really giving them a leg up that they need just to even the playing field so that they can move on to be successful. One of the components of the program that I am most excited about is that not only do we teach financial literacy, everyone is required to save 20 or 30 percent of their income so that when they leave, they have some savings. Right. And um, this is not savings that you save for Christmas shopping or for birthdays. This is savings that you save for when you get ready to leave home safe. Now, do you. Okay, two questions. One. Having been there 17 years, you have had to have had the opportunity to see a number of young people go out into the world and move on on their own. Do you get them coming back and telling you how fortunate they are, how grateful they are, or telling you their success stories? Yes, sometimes we do. And we've got some great success stories. Um, Let me share one. We have a young man who just last month been with us a bit over a year, actually, and he decided to go to trade school and he finished his certification in carpentry. We put him with a residential repair company as a job placement. They hired him. He is now earning too much money to live <laughs> in our program. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So because we have some other rentals that are outside the scope of the apartments that the youth live in, he has moved into one of our market rate rentals, which is still below the cost for most apartments in the Fort Lauderdale area. So he's now gone from sharing a two-bedroom apartment with a roommate where they each paid $300 to renting his own one-bedroom apartment at $950 a month. Wow. There are one-bedroom apartments in this community. We're in the 33304 zip code that rent for $1,500, $1,800 a month. Sure, yeah. Yeah. You've already answered my second question, which was going to be when the youth are finished with your program, how many of them then go into the additional support of finding rental assistance? But I see it's it's a natural progression that, okay, they save a certain amount, but they may still need assistance in becoming renters or homeowners. Yes, that's true. There's one other thing I wanted to tell you about this young man. Um, he doesn't know it yet, but he will be one of the honorees at our upcoming 25th anniversary annual fundraiser, which is a dinner in our garden where we host anywhere from 150 to 200 people. He will be our first time recipient of a youth award And the reason for that is you ask if they ever come back and say thank you or if they do anything to show their appreciation. Uh, While he has yet lived with us, he went to his employer and told them about the difference we made in his life by providing a stable place to live and the support that he received from our wraparound services, including the paid internship. And he asked if they could help us 
And this company came out on Veterans Day with 15 or 20 of their workers, and they did some repairs around our campus. And he led that charge. So, yes, often the young people will come back to show their appreciation, to ask if they can volunteer and do anything to assist us. Uh, But what I think I look for, you know, the mother in me comes out when I see them leave the nest. (laughs) And what I look for is for their own success. Uh, When I see that they have gotten themselves to a point where they've obtained some kind of a certification or diploma that can help them sustain employment, that they are not in trouble with the law, that they are able to provide for themselves and their families. I am about mama. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's pretty amazing because when you look at kids who come from the highest poverty area in this community, which is the 33311 zip code is one of those zip codes, and they haven't had the familiar structure in their lives of people who are supporting and teaching and guiding them, and they are able to turn around and self-correct. And I have to mention that we don't do this work by ourselves. There is an army of folk who do support us. They send donations. Some, A few people send donations monthly. Yes, we have the government grants, but we also have foundations like the Jim Moran Foundation. Mm and others that have been consistent supporters of our work. And it truly is a village approach to making a difference in the lives of people. So let's reach out to our village of listeners here at Cox Media Group and ask what can they do to support you and your services? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) Money always helps. I like to tell people that We are that entity that provides affordable housing. The rentals that we own, we rent at a below market price on purpose. It's our mission. But when I go to the store to have to buy roofing materials or plumbing materials, I get charged the same thing everybody else gets charged, and they don't take into account that we're doing affordable housing. So our expenses are at market rate. Right. So money does help. Okay. Uh, and if there are business owners or people who have access to others who are philanthropic and want to act as an ambassador and introduce us to either people and or agencies, that's always amazing. Um, I invite anybody who wants to come and see our work. We give tours. We don't take people into the kids' houses uh, anymore post-COVID just to give them their privacy. But we can show you what an apartment looks like. We have videos that the kids have made. Uh, They model them after the MTV, let me show you my crib kind (laughs) of a video. Okay. (laughs) Some of them are hilarious. But um, we welcome the opportunity to share with anybody who has a heart for this work, what we do and how they can help. What about volunteers? Is that something you need? Around specific projects. And for example, I mentioned this group that came in recently and did a volunteer project and they did some painting. They came into several apartments and completely kind of rehab them with the interiors. If you got that skill set, that's great. Uh, We have a garden 
that is where we host our annual dinner. Mm -hmm. And we're always looking for gardeners to come by and help us with the plants and the flowers and to spruce things up. And then, yes, teachers. We're always looking for people who have something that they can teach the young people. So I welcome the opportunity to sit down with anybody and explore what they think they have to offer. And uh, between us and our sister agency, Handy Inc., yes, there, I think, are many opportunities. Okay. And is that, again, they should contact you by phone or through the website? They can contact through the website. They can contact by phone, which that number again is 954-563-5454. I'll absolutely make myself available. Uh, Linda Taylor, CEO, talk to her directly. Um, And I believe on the website at homesfl.org, you can find, you you keep talking about this fundraiser, (laughs) the annual Dinner in the Garden. Tell us a little more about that, because if I remember correctly, it's coming up in early 2024. And, yeah, maybe people want to start making plans now for the new year. That would be wonderful. Um, We host here on our campus in uh, northeast Fort Lauderdale. We have a two acre site and the garden. When we moved to this space uh, now, what, 17, 18 years ago, the garden was an overgrown alley Mm. and the young people and Kathy Barry, they got out there and they cleaned that space up and planted flowers. And it was just this beautiful space that we utilized for the kids to do meditation. And they would take Pilates classes there. And because we're nonprofit, it kind of morphed into this is also a great space that we could hold our annual event in. And we don't have to pay for a venue. So... Today, that it's grown to 150, 200 people that come for dinner, and we have our sponsorship package ready. It's on our website, and anybody who's interested in sponsoring the event, we would just be excited to have you come and celebrate with us and be a part of that. And also be ready to applaud for your young graduate who has been so successful and is going to receive the award for the first time. That's, yes. I, I feel all, I've got a little bit of chills because I can feel the love that's going to be there that night. What's the date of the gala? It's March 9th, 530 to about 30, 10 o'clock at night. And we always have a grand time. So, I bet. <laughs> uh, all are invited. Come help us celebrate. Okay. You've got it right there. And again, if you are needing assistance, should people, do they have to go through a government referral to get assistance from you or can they contact you directly? Well, they can contact us directly and we'll give them the steps. Okay, perfect. We do work through the Broward County Continuum of Homeless Continuum of Care, and they do have to be registered if they're homeless, for example. They have to be registered and they are referred to us by Broward County. But we will certainly share with anybody in need what the steps are to get the assistance. Okay, perfect. Because that's where I think a lot of people fall through the cracks is they don't know what steps to take. So here is your place to start where you'll be guided. The phone number again is 954-563-5454. The website homesfl.org. And maybe two weeks from tomorrow, when you're sitting at your Christmas dinner, having a wonderful time, take a moment to think about the people who 
don't have a home to sit in and have their dinner and maybe consider making a donation or making the call to volunteer for Homes, Inc. And, you know, start a new year with love in your heart and the the joy that goes with giving, because it really does. Once again, it's Homes, Inc., homesfl.org, and that stands for Housing Opportunities, Mortgage Assistance, and Effective Neighborhood Solutions. Linda Taylor, CEO, thank you for what you are doing to support our people, our community, and just make Broward County a wonderful place to be. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E, at cmg.com. You can also leave comments on our open mic feature on our app that you can download from the iTunes or App Store. We'd love to know what you think. And please join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus. Have a great day. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super 24.